Shala broskete bragado shala balagata gata zub. Mande broskete brahada skete balagata. Zubele kete kete shubalagata kata kata seke skutu brahadosh. Mande kete skete brakata kata kata shakata kata. Zubele kete kete shakata kata. Zekete kete kete shukata kata kata. Zekete kete shubrakata kata kata. Zeketu brakata shkata brakata kata kata. Zubele kete kete. Zekete kete 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 sekete kete kete. Zubarakata kata shukata kata kata. Father, we bless your name in Jesus' mighty name. I pray. Amen. All right, welcome to this um, episode of the Youth Network Podcast. Um, this episode, we are going to be talking on something. I want to say a very big thank you to everyone who has been listening, sharing, reaching out to others with the link, the messages. I want to say a very big thank you. Today, um, God put something in my heart and I actually wanted to share. It's going to be a very short podcast and it's called The Impactful Leader. The Impactful Leader. Um, you can also call it um, Leadership leadership jesus pattern or leadership jesus tie anyone so the impactful leader i found out that i took our time to study about leadership in nigeria africa at large and every time we talk about leadership it's mostly like it's a course i don't know if you get my point because we see leadership actually in nigeria like it's or in africa like it's a place to oppress people to get back to people for what they have done for to you or people that did not believe you when you're supposed to do it no there are two there are two kinds of leadership leadership by coercion and leadership by influence if people only have to respect you when you are in the office there is an indication that you're not a leader you're only bossing people around so whether you're in office or you are out of office people must be able to respect you because of leadership is not what you command it's not what you command in post leadership is who you are it's what you are is an influence that you compare what is influence influence is compelling people to do what you to buy into what you believe in or what you do without coercion without force without manipulation that you can influence people based on who you are your character the way you do things the way you present things so you are influenced by people you are influencing people to do what what you 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 what you your believe your conviction it's called leadership leadership is not just enforcing uh, people to believe in your your conviction no it's a way that people can buy into your conviction without coercion without forcing without manipulation leadership leadership through genuine lasting leadership so when we look at leadership in if because if we truly understand what leadership is in nigeria and in africa at large i believe very well that most of the times we will not most of the times we will not even be rushing towards leadership because leadership is not is not headship leadership is responsibility leadership is what is not just headship leadership is not bossing around leadership is not always dispensing discipline i want to get back to people no leadership is what is is responsibility you see uneasy is the head that wears the crown leadership is what is genuine responsibility if you look at the life of Moses, how uh, Moses even had to miss it. He had to miss taking them to the promised land because of the people he was leading, because of the way they were talking. He got angry and did what he was not supposed to do. 
they were criticizing him and saying all kind of things that God should speak to them. The day God spoke to them, they ran back to Moses and said, please let him be speaking to you. If it's the way he came like this, very fearful, if this is the way, then let him only be speaking to you. They criticized Moses and said all kinds of things. But when the, the leadership is not, Moses is somebody who is always taking responsibility for his people. At the time when God wanted to destroy them, he went ahead and began to play that how will it be an everlasting God that people who went out, we came out from Egypt and you who is their God now want to do what clear them off. No, it should not be so. Leadership is standing in God for other people. So leadership, it was John C. Maxwell that defined leadership as leadership are those who knows the way, shows the goes the way and show the way. They know the way, goes the way and show the way. Leadership genuine leadership genuine leadership is responsibility standing in line for those for those you're leading putting your stocking at your neck your le- everything around you for those who you are leading genuine leadership is responsibility genuine leadership is service Ge- if you don't see leadership as service then you have nothing to do in leadership you have no genuine leadership is service genuine leadership is service so the first key if you you want to be an impacting and a very impact impacting leader the first key is service you must bear it at the back of your mind that you're not going to punish people despite just dispense discipline yes we know that discipline must be melted where people do wrong there must be rules and regulation because in any situation any anywhere where there's no rules then there will be no offense if there's no rules and regulation, then there will be no offense. So it's the rules and regulation that becomes the boundary of people of what we do and what we cannot do. Just like even as a believer, the Bible is the is the is the boundary of God's commitment to us. Everything that we must do and align ourselves to must be from scripture. So as a leader, the first thing, the first key that will make any leader to be impactful is that a leader is what? A leader is a servant. Jesus came to, to, to tell them, he said, even me, I have not come to be ministered, but I have come to minister. So I have not come to actually come and boss you, no. I have come to do what? So that I may serve. Genuine leaders are servants. Genuine leaders are servants. This was what the, the, the old three and the life about Moses was. He was always standing in God for the people. Genuine leaders are servants. He will go ahead and get instruction from God for them. He will do this. He will go ahead and do all kind of things, instructions for them. Genuine leaders are those who serve the people. You serve their interest. If the mindset of, if your mindset, that's why even God himself does not pay leaders. God pay laborers. Those who, God himself does not pay, he pays. So genuine leader, the name leader is just a quote. The, the real name for leadership is service. The real name for leadership is servanthood that you have come to serve. Jesus himself that was the leader came and he came to actually serve us by dying for us. Die so that we could be saved. So a true and lasting and impacting leader, a true and lasting and impactful leader, the first key is service. That you have come to serve the people genuinely. If you are not about serving, then leave. Genuine leadership is what service genuine leadership is what service the interests of the people in respect of their growth leaders don't build followers no leaders don't be they don't just raise another followers leaders raise other leaders that now become that not become the agent of change leaders don't leaders don't raise followers no leaders raise leaders that now becomes agent of change you must be able to part yourself into other people genuine leaders are those who do what serve the second key that a leader truly must have is wisdom. 
a leader who does not work in wisdom can never be impactful. In John 6, the Bible says, for himself knew what to do. In gen- this was genuine leadership, must understand what? Wisdom. The Bible now said in jo- that for himself knew what to do. A leader who works in wisdom, in Proverbs 4, um, 19, I think so, he said, um, wisdom is the principal thing. So, just like the courses you have in your school, you have so many courses, but there are principal courses that you must not fail those ones. Those ones are very important courses. So, for a leader to be impactful, you must work in a, an uncommon and unusual level of wisdom. The Bible calls wisdom a principal part of life. He said, wisdom is the principal thing. Get wisdom. Wisdom. Get wisdom. So, in order to get, get understanding, it was showing you that as important as all those things you are asking for is good. But when it comes to life activities, then one of the principal things is wisdom. When it comes to ruling in this world, in this life, one of the principal things that you must need is wisdom. The Bible says wisdom is the principal thing. So, there are so many courses you have in your university, but when they say something is a principal course, then it is the major, major course that you have to go after. The same thing have to do with wisdom when they say wisdom is principal there is principal wisdom is principal thing so get wisdom in all that getting get understanding the wisdom to know what to do when to do and how to do it wisdom is in threefold to know what to do when to do and how to do it if these things are not complete you'll be in so many problems because there are situations that they will bring and it takes only the wisdom that comes from above to be able to sort or to find solution to this kind have you ever um, thought about solomon when when they brought baby to him the two people every time i read that story i know in my spirit that this wisdom is not a wisdom that just came from anywhere how would you have known the person who owned the baby truly but the wisdom of god was upon him the wisdom of god it was what god gave to him when he asked to ask when he went to ask for wisdom he gave him a dimension of wisdom that could profess solution because as a leader you you need to understand human management character you need to understand how to deal with people reacting to people their emotion the way they behave it takes a lot of wisdom to dispense because human beings are very human beings are, are, are one of the hardest people to lead you can be thinking good for them and they think you want, and the good you're thinking for them they want to turn it to bad so you need an high level of wisdom that did not come from a, anywhere around the atrium. When, 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 when Paul, I mean, when Peter told Jesus, he said, "For thou the Son of God." When he revealed who Jesus was, Jesus turned back and looked at him. He said, "Flesh and blood had not revealed this to you." So it shows that there are dimension of wisdom that is not found in the realm of flesh and blood. They are found in the spiritual realm. Is a wisdom from above. So he told Peter, this thing you said is true, but I'm convinced, I'm convinced and I know very well that this level and a kind of wisdom do not and does not come from the flesh realm. They come from the realm that is above the natural realm. You will need wisdom to be impactful in what you do. You will need wisdom to deal with people. You will need wisdom to reply people. You will need wisdom to manage people. That's why if you're a leader here and you're a believer, you must trust God for the spirit of wisdom. The Holy Spirit, the custodian. The Holy Spirit is the custodian of wisdom. He says he shall make you of quick understanding. So you trust him to make the wisdom to find full expression in your life. To find well expression in your life. The wisdom of God. The wisdom of God. The wisdom of God. The wisdom of God. Then third, a believer must be so compassionate. Ah. 
a believer must be so a, a leader must be so compassionate. There are times when he is respectfully speaking, not a way to bend things. You even have to bend your rules. Remember the lady that was sent to that met Jesus and said, even the dogs eat from the um, rich man's crumbs. The Bible said Jesus said to that that he was sent to the lordship of Israel. He wasn't sent to them, but yet he broke it so he could so he could he could help the Gentiles lady. Why? Compassion held him. In Matthew chapter 9, verse 35, we heard so many times when the Bible said 35, 36, that he said he was compassionate for, and he was and compassion held him for the people. That he was saying, These people cannot go like this. We need food for them. Any leader who is not compassionate is not fit to be a leader. You will never be impactful. It is good to work by principles, but because if you don't have principle, you become you will become somebody without value. You will not have anything. But if you over, if you have too much principle, you become a wicked person. There are times from the from the wings of compassion that you would literally sometimes have to bend your rules, just like Jesus said. He said, "I'm sent to the lost sheep of Israel, not to you Gentiles." But compassion would not allow him. Because the lady said certain things and compassion would not. And he did what? He, he granted her desire. The same way too that compassion grabbed him when he saw the multitude. And he could not allow them to go back. Even though Philip was saying, where are we going to get this kind of bread to feed them? 200 penny water bread. But he knew he's a man, he's a man who is so compassionate. Compassionate for, for people, towards people. You cannot. There is no way you can lead people away when you are not compassionate about them. Your rules and regulation, respectfully speaking, but they must know that you love them, not just because you want to. You love them, even you love them genuinely. You love them genuinely. You must truly love those whom you are leading. You love them genuinely. They must know truly and truly that you love them. That you do genuinely. You must be so compassionate about the people. So compassionate about the people that you lead. So compassionate about them that there are times when you have to even sometimes break the rule just like Jesus. He said, no, I know I'm sent. I'm not sent to you, but I'm sent. Uh, I'm sent to the Lordship of Israel. But don't worry. This thing you said actually touched me. That even a dog can eat from the crumbs of the... So from the sun when they are eating... Then he said, who, who taught you this kind? You, you, you have touched a, a, a dimension of my compassion. Then he granted her desire. Even when he, he, Jesus would have removed his hand and said they should go home when the multitude they crowded. But the compassion would not. In Matthew chapter 9 verse 36, compassion will not. Compassion will not. Compassion will not. If you're not compassionate about people, you can never impart them. You can never be impactful. You can never be impactful as a leader. Then the fourth key is that leadership must be done more by influence than coercion. I know there are people who can be very funny where you have to use Adam to do them, but your method for leadership must not be by coercion. Coercion is only a strategy that you that you will use when you meet certain kind of people who wants to be very hard and it's needed to use. So the main pattern for leadership must be built on influence, not majorly on coercion. Coercion is just a strategy that is used once in a while. It's not a strategy that becomes your foundation for leadership. You will never be impactful because people will only trust and respect you based on the office that you have. Once you leave that office, no more respect for you. According to the book of Matthew chapter 4 verse 13, he said when they saw them, they took notice that these men, they are being with Jesus. Why? It was an influence. 
an influence had taken place that even when Jesus was not with them, they, they took notice that they had been with Jesus. That kind of transformation do not happen by coercion. No, that kind of transformation. If Jesus was coercing them, immediately Jesus left, they would have been doing their own thing. No, but you say when they saw them, they perceived that this man had been, this man had been with Jesus. That means there was a level of influence that Jesus had on them. So, so leadership must be done more by influence than coercion. If you do things by coercion, coercion, like I said, coercion is a strategy that we use once in a while. If you build your leadership on coercion, believe me, you will never be impactful to a nation, to a generation, to people. It must be by influence, that you influence people. And I told you what influence is. Influence is getting people to buy into your conviction without you having to coerce or force them to buy in. Influence should be your key for an Akazo, the compelling force. Your compelling force should be your influence towards people. Your influence over people, that people see your exemplary leadership and you don't have to not know. That people respect you both in and out of office. There are some people who are out of the office they occupied before and nobody respect them anymore. Not because nobody, because they were only respecting them based on what the office they were occupying as a boss, not as a genuine leader. So you're a leader, you must take note to influence the people, not by coercion, but by influence. May the Lord grant us understanding in the name of Jesus. And for anyone here who is a leader or trusting to be a leader, the grace for wisdom, to know what to do, never to walk in error. The Bible says, for know the spirit of error, the grace to never walk in error. May God grant you in the name of Jesus, the grace to know what to do, when to do and how to do them. May the Lord engrace you in the name of Jesus. In case there's anyone here who has not given his life to Christ, you can say this after me. Lord Jesus, I believe you died for me. You took away all my sins and on the third day you rose up. Today I confess as my Lord and personal Savior. Thank you for saving me in Jesus' mighty name. You're welcome to the family of Christ. I'm trusting that the Lord is going to take you to a place where you worship and you'll be blessed. And also when you get there, make sure you belong to a service group. Make sure you're truly serving the Lord. Remember that you're a leader serving the Lord. All right, in case you want to reach out for maybe counseling or whatever it is, 081 Welcome to the Youth Network Podcast.